Welcome back to the fourth and final segment of Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920 The Answer, Atlanta's own AM 920 The Answer. My name is Cleve Gaddis. In this segment, in our neighborhood spotlight, we are featuring Panhandle Valley Estates. What a great name, Panhandle Valley Estates. I wonder if it's in some kind of panhandle, like the panhandle of Florida. That's in Clayton County. Good news for today's home buyers. If you're looking to buy a home, there might be lots of reasons why it makes sense to go ahead and do that. And then emotions in home buying. In some cases, home sellers and home buyers let their emotions get the absolute best of them, and it is so sad to see it. I'm not saying that we shouldn't be making emotional decisions because buying a home is an emotional decision, but we need to make sure that we got some logic in there too so we can make the decisions that are right for us. We want to connect with you. Go to gogaddisradio.com, G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S radio.com. You can ask questions. You can make comments if you want to. You can ask questions that we answer on the air. You can ask questions that we answer off the air. You can push back. You can share ideas with us. You can request your neighborhood be featured in our neighborhood spotlight, and you can subscribe to our podcast We would love you to be a podcast subscriber. Each week, we pick one specific Metro Atlanta neighborhood to call out critical changes to let you know as a homeowner in a certain neighborhood how you might have a specific advantage. And in this week's show, we've got Panhandle, Panhandle, Panhandle Valley Estates. That just seemed weird. Panhandle Valley Estates. I actually like that. Panhandle Valley Estates. That's Hampton, Clayton County. If you take I-75 south from Atlanta to exit 235, that's Terra Boulevard. Go approximately seven miles to McDonough Road. Go left on the Panhandle Road. There's where the name comes from. Use Vaughn and Centira Drive to enter the subdivision, which is actually bisected by Panhandle Drive. If we take a look at what's happened over the last few years, in 2020, there were 40 homes that sold in the neighborhood There are about 500 homes in the neighborhood. That is a very, very high turnover for a neighborhood. This is really weird. Something is going on in this particular neighborhood. In fact, I'm wondering if all of these sales are categorized correctly. In 2020, there were 40 homes that sold. took 143 days on average to sell. The average sales price was $275,000. That ranged from a low of $216,000 to a high of $313,000. The average home in the neighborhood sold for 95.4% of its list price. In 2021, there was only seven homes that sold. Only seven homes. You'd think there'd be five times that many homes sell, sold in the neighborhood. They took eight days to sell, and the average sales price was $318,000. That is $25,000, uh, $43,000 increase year over year, 2020 to 2021. Those prices ranged from a low of 255,000 up to a high of 345,000 average sales price to list price ratio 100.4% which means the average home in there sold for 4% more 0.4% more than its list price year to date this year 10 homes sold they've taken 12 days on average average sales price 363,000 that is an increase of another 44 45,000 dollars Year over year, they range from a low price of 260000 up to a high price of 405000 Homes sold for 99.6% of their list price, which means sellers had to discount the home 0.4% in order to entice a buyer into going under contract. There are currently two homes available for sale in the neighborhood, which means you've got about two months' worth of inventory. 
474 homes in the neighborhood. They sold, listen to this, Atlanta. In 2013, those homes sold on average for $108,500 a piece. $108,500 a piece. Year to date in 2022, 363000 is the average sales price, which means those 475-ish, almost 500 homeowners have increased equity in their homes since 2013 of $120.6 million, $120.6 million. The elementary school is River's Edge. The middle school is Eddie White. And the high school is Lovejoy High School. If you are the type of parent who doesn't want to monkey around with their kids' education or the school's effect on home values, you need a school chimp report. How do you get a school chimp report? It is easy. Go to gogaddisradio.com. The only place you can get them is gogaddisradio.com. Click on school chimp. Put in a little information about the school you would like to get a rating or a ranking on, and then you can tell the system you either want to compare it to the average of all Metro Atlanta high schools, or you want to compare it to another specific Metro Atlanta high school, either choice is yours, and it'll give you a rating or a ranking for that school on a scale of 20 to 100, something around 100 is an A, 90s would be an A, 80s would be a B, 70s would be a C, you know how that works. It would also give you lots of demographic information. What's the average age of a home, percentage of owner-occupied homes versus renter-occupied homes, average educational attainment of parents, all of that information is available for you. And we overlay all of the real estate information into that report. So average sales prices, total number of sales in the area, total number of days on the market, all of that stuff is layered into that system. So you really have everything you need. If you've just joined us, you're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920 The Answer. I'm Cleve Gaddis. If you are searching for homes for sale, in fact, I saw a home the other day. It was listed in a neighborhood where we listed a home. Our homes are listed in the first multiple listing service and the Georgia multiple listing service. One of the homes in the neighborhood was only listed in the Georgia multiple listing service. And number one, I thought, oh, no, those poor sellers, they don't even know that that's happening and that the listing service that the majority of the people in Atlanta use is not the one their home is in. If you're north of I-20, the first multiple listing service is more prevalent. If you are south of I-20, I would say Georgia multiple listing service is more prevalent. And so, number one, that home is not being shown to many of the buyers who might be looking for it, which is a disadvantage to a home seller. But think about this. It's a real advantage to a home buyer. So if you are searching on suremls.com, S-U-R-E-M-L-S.com, then that home, even though it's only listed in the Georgia Multiple Listing Service, would show up in your listing feed. So it might you might be the only one in Metro Atlanta that would see it. And this is a fantastic Swanee location. Peace Free Ridge High School District, a little under 500000 The house on the inside looks like a million-dollar house. The kitchen is unbelievable. By the way, if you'd like more information on that house, 770-497-0000 or go to gogaddisradio.com. Do you feel that home affordability is still a challenge? With more homes coming on the market, would you feel more optimistic, especially if somebody could point out ways you might have an advantage? Jackson and Dorothy in Doraville wrote in asking even or saying even with the rise in interest rates 
We think we're ready to jump back into the market and find our dream home. Is there any good news out there? And the answer is yes. Let me tell you the three trends that are really good news for today's home buyers. Number one, there are more homes to choose from. During the pandemic, housing supply hit a record, record low. At the same time, buyer demand skyrocketed. The combination made it difficult, and difficult is not the right word. The combination made it impossible for some people to find a home because they just weren't enough homes to meet buyer demand. Number two, bidding wars have eased. One of the top stories in real estate over the past two years was the intensity and the frequency of bidding wars. They happen all the time. But today things are different. With more options, you'll likely see way, way, way less competition from other buyers. And I would suggest that if you tried to buy a home over the last couple of years and experienced a bidding war, you might want to jump back into it because you might not experience that again. And number three, you as a buyer will have more negotiating power. When you have less competition, you'll have more negotiating power as a buyer. That makes sense. Over the last two years, more buyers were willing to skip important steps in the home buying process like an appraisal or an inspection just to try to win a bidding war. But the latest data shows the percentage of buyers waiving those contingencies is going way down. And I'm not faulting anybody that waived those contingencies while the market was going cray-cray. But the reality is I felt for some of those buyers that had to learn things after closing that they should have learned before so the reality is there are many reasons that it might make sense to move forward in today's world in terms of buying a house. It is easy, and I see it all the time, for people to let their emotions get the best of them, especially when negotiating an offer for a home. We recommend you take a deep breath and you learn to implement some of our tips. In fact, we have had many people who have just been beside themselves, worked up with emotions, and we've walked them through a process that we call emotions and home buying. It's part of the Sure Home Buying System exclusively from Gaddis Group at Remax Center. If you'd like to take advantage of it, just reach out to us. But there's a couple of things. There are a few emotions you should be prepared for and learn in advance how to deal with them. Number one, is love. Sometimes it's hard, but you should try not to fall head over heels for a home. If you really think it's the only home for you, then you won't have any negotiating oomph, if that makes sense. Number two is anger. You may get angry with the seller, but this anger is typically only caused by one of two things. Number one, assuming the seller feels a certain way about something and is making decisions based upon this particular way of thinking, or Number two, just being aggra aggravated because you don't get your way. If a seller says no to something you've asked for, you really only have three choices, angry or not. One, accept the seller's answer. Two, counter the seller's answer. Or three, walk away. And the only thing that gives you power in a real estate transaction is being willing to walk away. And this third one, pride. Many real estate deals blow up because the buyer isn't willing to allow the seller to have the last word. Negotiating isn't a game of winning or losing. It's much, much, much more about finding common ground and finding ways to come together. When I bought my last home, and that's been a long time ago, when I bought the home that I have lived in now for 23 years, I asked the seller to give me a discount. The answer was no. I asked the seller to make some repairs for me. The answer was heck no. And the reality is I am very glad that I stuck with that house and bought that house because it, it was the perfect house for me and my family for many, many years. If you want to sell your home anytime in the next six months, call us for a seller confidence plan, 770 Four nine seven zero 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 zero. We appreciate you listening in, tuning in for another week's edition of Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM nine twenty. 
We'll see you back next Saturday, Atlanta. Have a great week.